When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Friday, my talkers. It's sunny. It's nice out. Lori and Julia bring the sunshine to the My Talk studios. You're listening to the Lori and Julia show at My Talk 1071, streaming online and on the app. Grant is at a baseball game, so I'm filling in. This is Rachel. You might might have heard me from yes. some of the other shows that I filled in for. That's right. We're Rachel. seeing you on the Friends show, Rachel. Right. You know. right. <laughs> My starring moment. People are, uh, you really were good in that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. It's funny having you with us. Thanks for being with us, Rachel. I was... Sunny Friday. I bet the uh, Twins fans are happy that the game was postponed from yesterday. Oh, today, my gosh. You could just dress kind of a little bit warm today, and you're fine for a baseball game. For a baseball game. Yeah. No kidding. What time? You know, you probably know the start time, Laurie. One, I think. I, I Wasn't it a one o'clock game? I have no, I have no idea. Julia, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just wondering why turkeys are in our lives right now, because this morning Grant sent you and I the video of the turkeys in, um, coming out of the, you know, because turkeys roost in trees. I never have seen a turkey in a tree in my life. They Well, because they're roosting. They see, are you walking in the woods at night? No. no. Okay, so it's, tell me. They sleep. That's where they sleep. They roost on low branches. I just have never seen one. But yeah. A turkey so, nest. Yeah. So Rachel, my husband got chased by turkeys almost every day that we were in Hawaii. Oh, no. He got chased as many times as Lady Exercise did some of her funny videos. And he, it's because he'd go at like 5.30 and the sun would start coming up at 6 and the turkeys come out of their roosts and start, you know, walling around. And they are bossy mm-hmm. and will, he got thrummed at and the fans and, and then um, we get home on Sunday and on Monday afternoon, I forget, back from working here, there are two huge turkeys in our backyard. Now, we live in the city. I've never seen a turkey they in my backyard. You. They're following us. And then Grant this morning sends, has, us, sends us the turkey video, at, you know, at his house. Oh, my gosh. So, they're taking over. Yeah, I know it. I know it. And then, um, you know, my buddy Tom at bowling the other night bowled three, two different turkeys in one game. Well, there you go. Yeah, okay, so wait, I mean, it's just been a turkey week. Right. I literally never knew turkeys. Three strikes were on branches. Turkeys. Oh, yeah, that's the root. I called my dad to verify. I've never this. heard this. I called the zipper from Hawaii because he knows everything about. Uh, he's Mister Wildlife. He's like my own animal planet, at least for stuff that's native to Minnesota. And I said, Dad. Is Casey getting chased early in the morning because the turkeys are just getting up out of their roost, out of their little low, their little bed? And he said, probably they're aggravated and they're hungry and he's in their way. Jeez. 
I know. We're just a bunch of turkeys around here, and there's three of us, so it's a turkey. It's a turkey day. (laughs) I had the best thing happen to me on Wordle today. Okay, so we saw a video. Wordle is the game where you get five chances to guess a five-letter word. I think you get six chances to guess a five-letter word. And you have not. You brought this to me. I brought the story. And I've been obsessed ever since. Yeah, because a guy invented it for his lovely wife wife, because she loved word games. And it was, uh, I think I told everybody about it in January when you still had to go to the .co UK site. But you've been an avid player. And then the New York Times buys it from the guy for like a million and a half dollars. Yes. So today, so we saw a video of the This Is Us crew screaming, jumping up and down because Chrissy Mess, one of the characters on This Is Us, and Mandy Moore were sitting there, you know, outside of makeup. They were doing some promotional event this week because I think next week is the last one. Oh, is it? Oh. I think or we're getting very close to the end yeah. of This Is Us. And she's jumping up and down, jumping up and down and screaming. She goes, the best thing, the best thing ever happened to me. And she guessed Wordle in one word. I guess today in two. That has never happened to oh. me before. And I was... It's a very exciting event, and I wanted is to take it? a picture and send it to my friends, but then I'd give it away. You know, you oh, can't. Oh, the word is. Yeah. yeah. So this is, I know it's not a big deal for you. And then if anyone played. I I like it when you show me a wordle that you've been trying to get, and I look at it, and I get and it right away. she gets it right away. No. But you've filled in, you've Every... filled in letters. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm looking at the blank slate like you are to start. Exactly. Yeah. No, so, it was very, very exciting. Yes. And then we got Hurdle, which is named that tune. Online now in one thing that it, that it's was pretty hurdle. the thing I made you listen to the music and we guessed the song right away. Oh. We aren't going to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's named that. So there's a lot of these games and other people are playing the wordle, which we've decided is the hardest of them all. Yeah, these are uh, these. I are, wonder if that guy didn't sell it for enough money. Totally, Lori, because. It just started an obsession with all these new words because there's Quartal that I play and you have to guess four words in six chances. There's like, there's so many iterations of it. I think he could have probably sold it for more. I kind of feel like like way when we even heard it was low seven figures. figures, We're like, that doesn't seem like enough because the New York Times is going to get people to subscribe and they get you in by like $5 a month. You don't have to subscribe to play. Okay, but that's coming. I know it is. Yeah. I know it is. It is. They're going to see how many users they have and give some kind of, they'll figure it out. And then they'll go for $1.31, you know, a month, you can play Wordle. But for another $4, you can get the whole of the New York Times. I would die if it was only $4. Because I see what people pay. Well, they have like things for a year. You'll pay like $5. Yeah. And, and then it just goes and to 18 goes, or whatever yeah. it is. I think that's what happened oh, no. to me. But luckily and for my me, mother. Oh, yeah. And, and luckily, I had, yeah. luckily for me on uh, one of the subscriptions I had that I wanted to cancel, I used a credit card that expired. Oh, look so at that. So that, that was really, um, use your credit card with the closest expiration. That's a smart thing, Lori. <laughs> if you're wor- worried about it. And I had like three things and I'm like, oh, I was going to cancel all those things and I didn't know my passwords were anything and now my credit card's expired so it's self-canceled that's a really good idea. i didn't plan on it that way but i was kind of pleased to i feel like there was a huge jump this last time around with the credit card expiration dates i mean 2020 2027 2022 went to 2027 they're probably trying to get you because look at that 
Mm. You found a little loophole for us, Missy, on this Friday. Uh, yeah, because don't <laughs> isn't that always your thing? Oh, I'll sign up for this streaming service, and then next month I'll, re- I'll cancel, cancel it. And you forget. I mean, Rachel, how often do you remember to cancel? Yeah, I, you were just talking to me about Apple TV, and that was one of those that I started a free trial to watch um, that. The morning, morning show? show or Ted Lasso? Uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. yeah. And then like a couple months later, I checked my bank statement and it was like been charging me for the past two months. So I was like, all right. All right. I, I didn't even get my use out of it. I know? know. And there's some good, finally, some good shows on Apple Plus. In fact, uh, a show that's on Apple Plus that the finale just dropped maybe last night or today. And I have two episodes yet to watch is our story that we can't get enough of because this is a... One of the most tense workplace horror shows that is wonderful <laughs> that I've ever watched. It's- if I've ever even watched one like that. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome to the weekend almost. That feels good, I know. And it feels good uh, that the sun is out, Julia. Because as you have pointed out to me, it has been a very gray march. <laughs> it has been a very gray march. When I got out of tennis last night at like 9.45 and it's leading. And I oh, had to, I know. I needed an ice scraper last night. I'm like, yeah, <gasps> Yeah, Stop. endless, endless winter. Stop. Okay, well, um, you know, so I, I was telling Rachel before we went on the show today that Casey and I only turned on um, the television once to watch the Oscars in our month in Hawaii. And I, How lovely when you think about it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm having like so much TV panic because my DVR is like 67% full. Yes. And then Casey and I, the only, he's like, he is like wants us to just watch one show at a time if it's a, if it's a streamable show. Okay. And even though Apple Plus, you know, they always drop the first three episodes of a show and then it's once a week after that. Mm-hmm. So we had, um, you know, we're watching Killing Eve and that's kind of what we got caught up yes. when we got home. And then we were like a couple of days ago, oh yeah, we were in the middle of Severance. We'd watched like three episodes of Severance and I'd heard... Ben Stiller being interviewed about this TV show because he he's the producer. He's directed some of the episodes and he's talking about how he has he just they got this script out of the blue. Severance. He, right. Severance is his production company. They read it. They were like, this is wild. Well, if we can get the money to do it. And it dropped on um, February 18th. And there's nine episodes and the final one just uh, dropped. So there won't be any spoilers here or anything. But. This show is so wild. It's like a sci-fi, um, for people of a certain age, Stepford Wives, because it's a it's a very wonderfully well-written show that's tense about a workplace Give everyone the horror concept. show. So it's Mark, Adam Scott, leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and their personal lives so when they swipe the key card and they get to work their work self or they as they call it their innie gets to work and they're just and it's this very strange company and you're just it's all these white hallways and you're like what the hell and then right away in that first episode you learn that people are severing their because at work you can get lost in work but if you're dealing with emotional grief or not emotional, I mean, grief is emotional, but you're dealing with grief, especially this is Mark's thing. He decides to undergo this procedure where they put a chip in his head and his work self can't remember his 
outside of work self. Okay. So you have no cognitive. Which people would probably kind of like, so you wouldn't answer oh. emails after oh. work. Yeah, and oh, you I would never. I did. This, I know, this show will make you never want to do this, but John Turturro is in it. Christopher Walken, Patricia Arquette is playing the, the most evil person I've seen on TV in a long, long time. And then you're like, is, what, is this like some kind of a cult thing? And then there's the senator who seems like he chipped his wife. So she keeps, she doesn't, she, there's daytime and nighttime. She can't share wife. the secrets of at home at work with her work people. No, she's at home. She's just oh. at home. He's done something to her. It's there are. It's like um, the people are very divided on that. You can legally do this severance thing right to your brain, and it just is so creepy and intoxicating. You can't stop watching. It's like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the last one just dropped today. Yeah, and it's the show. I mean, you have to actively avoid... I started avoid... it, but only gave it like 10 minutes, Oh, probably. no. It, 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 is, it, is a, it is a wonderfully tense uh, workplace horror show, TV show. Like, all right, so on the... And it's complete... been renewed. Okay, for it's season It's been two. renewed. It's just wild. On the complete other spectrum, I started watching Lizzo's... Um, girls. Oh, big girls. Oh my gosh. And that's on Amazon Prime. And this is, and Neil was on, you know, last week telling us about it that um, it was all her getting back, her getting her dancing team in place for her tour. For her tour. Was... And she was going to perform at Bonnaroo, but COVID hit again. Mm-hmm. And they ended up doing their performance at Treasure Island last fall. So it is um, her auditioning these women. They're living in a house together. They're. How many episodes? Like six? I think so. I'm only two in, okay. but I, it's really fun because um, they're dancers and the and the stuff they have to learn and the choreography is intense and the personalities are super over the top fun. It's a really fun show. I like it. It's on Amazon yeah. Prime. And then um, I also got back into Sweet Magnolias. I guess I'm going for soft shows right now. Yeah, After well. what did I just want? Oh. Something heavy. Something heavy, but I can't even remember what it was in right now. But um, Sweet Magnolias is so, over, and you know that's based on a series of books too by Debbie that's Newcomer. True. Yeah, that's right. And um, that's kind of a sweet show. Yeah, that's you would hate too, it. Too sweet. You would for hate me. it. It's too <laughs> too sweet for me. Okay? Way way too sweet for you. But yeah, I um. That severance, though, people are loving it. Billions, the last Billions drops tonight, today, too. No, Sunday. It's or a Sunday Sunday night season show. premiere. Are I you- know. I have, like, seven episodes to watch. You know, that that show Once- was another Showtime show that was very underappreciated, like Homeland was and some of the FX shows, because that show has stayed... It, Even without... It, with Damian Lewis. Gone. Uh, well, and the way it's handled is... I don't want to spoil anything like he's he's lingering. Sure. You know, but um, Paul Giamatti's everything. He's very, very good. It's kind of interesting that he doesn't do more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or outside that. I mean, he is so good. Yeah, and Corey Stoll yeah. is in it, and I think that's why he's been making some late night rounds. But yeah, that's that's a good show. There's just a lot of TV, but I I like and appreciate a once a week show because with these other ones, you know, then you just feel like that you just got to watch and watch and watch until it's done, you know. And sometimes exactly you're like, oh, so. But now Casey and I are on this Severance. We can't wait to see the last two episodes because it is so tense you don't know what is going on and patricia arquette honestly is a great actor i mean when you think like she played on medium remember how good she was on medium so great and escape from danamora danamora she was amazing and then the act where she played that lady's mom you know where she was um yes keeping her daughter in the wheelchair that true story she's just wickedly good and she is she works at this company but she lives next door to Mark and she's not been severed from her oh. memories. So she's like, yeah, it's a real wild, wild show. It's probably the wildest show I've ever seen. You on, think so? I mean, okay. in the the sense that it's a sci-fi horror, but yet there's this real human part of the story. I mean, I've seen a lot of like apocalyptic, like I love Station Eleven. Yeah. For a post-apocalyptic show or whatever, but Severance is—I mean, it's that's everything. an imagination to come up with this thing. Which I get, you know, you could just be sitting around. What if you could sever yourself from your memories and your nighttime? You wouldn't remember what you did at work, and you wouldn't have to remember the grief you feel about somebody. Jeez. So you could see, right. like maybe you at first, see, but yeah, at first then you can never appealing. leave. No, that would you be horrible. Never, that can, would be horrible. Yeah, but they don't really tell you that. So they're preying on vulnerable people, like Scientology. <laughs> okay, much like Scientology, <laughs> this whole severance thing. Here you go. You're looking it for. It always comes back. And who's does. our number one Scientologist? Tom Cruise. Ugh. One of the things I said. So um, Patricia Arquette, who was in Severance, which you were mm-hmm. just raving about. Um, was on in the clubhouse with Andy Cohen along with the woman that does um, the Black Lady Sketch Show. Yes, is that what she does? yes. Yeah, I forget what her name I'm is. I'm gonna right find now. it. Her name is Robin Thede. Yeah, they Robin were very Thede. funny together. But Patricia Arquette was talking about um, her brother David Arquette, who used to be married to Courtney Cox and from the Scream franchise, and about this documentary that he had come out during COVID called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Oh. And she said, and she was raving, of course it's her brother, but she's raving, raving, raving about it. And it's and it's him trying to be a wrestler. Oh, and that's find right. himself. I remember, I remember when he was promoting this. And so the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes um, from critics is 84%, but audiences, it's 89%. I really like him. And she just said, my brother is the nuttiest of nutty. And he tried to be the clown. Remember, he had the big fun house thing at the hotel, oh, yeah. the Roosevelt Hotel across mm-hmm. from the Kodak Theater Beaches, in L.A. Beaches Fun House Beaches Fun House. Yeah. And this, but apparently it's pretty good. And if people like wrestling, 
you know, this is kind of a fun thing to watch. And I, I just had never heard about it before. Yeah. But, you know, her sister Courtney's in it. Rosanna Arquette, his other sister's in it. Um, Rick Flair, who's a wrestler, is in it. So it might be kind of something. Just yeah, one of the most embarrassing moments. Uh, I think I was. Grant like, would like this. I bet you probably like this story. I, I think um, I'm 22. I've just graduated from college. I had gone to. I graduated winter, and I went down to spring break in Daytona and met a boy in Fallon Lust, and I ended up staying down in uh, Daytona for like two months. And had my roommates move my car around because I wasn't making my car payments. Quit my job at Baker Shoes. But Isn't that were, funny that we they were, wouldn't be able to find it back then? Cars didn't have chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah, I was just like, heck, I'm not going. Why should I go back? It's February. It's not this guy. So we're driving back to Minnesota in the company van, and we are at like a Stuckey's. I'm sure it's a Stuckey's. I love that. And we're having. You know, whatever meal we're having, and 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 uh, Tom, he goes, "Oh my God, there's Ric Flair," and he had a n- handle, a nickname. I don't know if it was Fancy Ric Flair or Handsome, Rick, whatever he kind of called himself. But he was long blonde hair and tan and very muscle. I got we, I got, I got to go say hi. I have to go say hi to him. He was sweating profusely and wet up, went, Mr. Flair, can I just say hi? Can I interrupt you? And I was just like looking at him and I was like, okay, so we've been in a, you know, our little thing together for two months, but now I'm seeing he is really fanning out over Ric Flair. The, and was, and, and so, this is, this would have been, you know, the mid 80s. So this right. would have been the heyday of Ric Flair. Ricky Rhodes, they called it, him the man. Yeah. Um, Jet Flying. Yeah. Nacho Boy. Noble Man of Fury. Yeah. Ramblin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. weird names. And I was just like looking at him. Going, like, oh. you, all right, I wish you would have presented this. This is a red flag. Yeah, I know. It wasn't. It should have been a red flag, but it really wasn't. But, but it, you mean, ended up spending so much time then going to the wrestlings you said at St. Paul Civic Center? Well, only one time, oh, Julia. Okay. Well, only one time on Thanksgiving Day. He was like, we're going. And I'm like, what? And again, early days of dating. And I got there and I was just absolutely just couldn't even believe it, how impact the Civic Center was right. on Thanksgiving Day for a wrestling match. And his buddy... It just seems so long ago. His buddy... Um, Worked for CCO and was the camera guy, and he got to bring two people in to be down, you know, ringside. People were crazy about wrestling. Oh, I know. I think they still are. I don't know. I they might be. No, not us. Not us. I, not we had Hulk Hogan in the studio, and we had the other guy, um, the Baron, the, the Baron, Baron von Roschke, yeah. which um. Yeah, that's really dating <laughs> us because he's like goes back to the seventies. I remember my grandma liking him. Well, he was so kind, though. He was, he so, was lovely. so lovely. He I mean, I think his of memoir. some of our... Yeah, and remember we had Harmony Killebrew. I mean, we really had some really lovely yeah. older men in our studio. I, li- I, I like <laughs> it. Now, now we're just lovely older women yeah. in our studio. So I'm thinking... Um, so it was David... David. Um, you cannot kill David Arquette okay. if anyone wants to know. What because he really we doesn't get a lot of acting roles. We no. don't see him in a lot of things. Not a lot. Screams in the scream stuff. I believe Patricia Arquette was married at one point to Nicolas Cage. Lori, I think you're right about yeah. that. I feel like a lot of people have been. And she was also married to that handsome blonde guy who starred in that show about a guy with a big D. 
And it might have even been... Oh, yeah, Jan. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Jane, and that was an HBO show. That was a funny, funny show. And I I think Anne Heche was in it. And Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah, so... Anyway, but the Paley Fest is going on right now, so all the media critics that at least have the budget for it they've sent like neil justin or whatever and they're showing the upfronts uh, for next year or something for next fall yeah and so i guess gene smart was that they showed a little teaser trailer of hack season two and um it's you know everybody's coming back you know i hannah einbinder who played the young female comic mark indelect Delacto, Delacto from Ugly Betty. Yes, he plays yes, that yes, guy, yes. Damien, the whole cast. But um, Margaret Cho and Lori Metcalf are going to be appearing. Martha Kelly, Ming Na Wen, and she's in Boba Fett. She's Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I think that it show. Is. I can't believe I'm correcting you, but yeah, I'm probably wrong too. Boba, Boba Fett. <laughs> I think you're Boba. But anyway, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, she said it's going to be every bit as good as season one, if not better, because the second seasons are always scary, especially if you're a big hit. So everybody has very high expectations. So Right. When does that come back? That will come back in the fall. Okay. And it'll pick up after Deborah Vance, who Gene Smart plays this legendary kind of Joan Rivers-like comic, um, that she performed her last Vegas show and heads out on the road with her young mentee and writer as they continue workshopping the stand-up new act that right. um, Deborah wants to take out on the road. So should be fun. I, I think that so. Was, that's a great show. I think so, too. That, that was, was just, just a, a fun, fun, fun show. And it wasn't so sugary. Like, Rachel, you said that you got the Apple Plus for Ted Lasso. Did you binge it? Could you binge that much sugar and sweetness? I did. Um, I lasted about three episodes, okay, and I, then I backed out. <laughs> I apparently am so much sweeter than you, too. Yeah. yeah. I, my sugar, I loved, loved that i found that to be a hard show to binge i felt like that's like a once a week thing there was just too much um sugar too much sugar i i and and i like sugar yeah (laughs) i can i can take it in small doses yeah yes but i think i'm just programmed to expect the worst coming from shows like that like something bad's gonna happen any moment and right, it, that right. gives me anxiety and yeah I can't, I can't watch it because yeah then you better not watch severance yeah i don't think i could do you that could, yeah and i'll be surprised if you are going to be able to take that show joya because you go i back tried and forth i go back those. and forth on those i mean i handled squid games true i mean and i liked it but squid games you know and the same with the zombie thing you wish you were dead is that the k dramas they take like something horrible and then they make a very human story out of it. That's that is the what, relatable part. That's the part that the, those shows are so good at. Who would think that a, a a zombie thing could be this amazing story about bullying? Squid Game was about bullying and money and the haves and the have-nots, yes. all presented in this very violent, gory package. Very, yeah. Very, 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 yeah, very. Keep, keep it, keep it up. Uh, uh, Netflix buying all these other countries' TV shows oh, and stuff. Gosh. Now we're getting a little tidbit from the Paley Fest that um, fans of The Crown will see. Yeah. They're th- wondering. They're discussing the possibility of covering um, Queen Victoria in 1901. Now you just watched The Gilded Age. Loved. And you loved Absolutely it. Absolutely loved. So this would be Queen Victoria when she dies. And remember, she was like, a, she was forever. on that forever. 
and then into the dynasties of the four British kings. Um, uh, so it's 1901 up until when Queen Elizabeth. I think Queen that would be fascinating. I think that would be good. So going back and doing like pre-crown. Yes. So just remember Jared, Jared Harris plays <laughs> yes. her father, yes. King George the sixth. And um, anyway, so that's, they're kicking it around. They don't have, it's not been greenlit, but is this be, the last year of the crown? Yes. Okay. So, no, no, there's going to be one more. Well, there. season four, season five is coming. I think there's six seasons total because okay. they're casting for Kate Middleton for one scene. Oh, for the sixth season. Okay. We're going to get some kind of a glimpse, maybe at young Will and college or something, a flash forward. So, um, no. Gosh. Yeah. Did you ever finish? I did. That and was, it was great. You know, Charles thinks that his reputation is ruined forever from season four of The Crown. Yeah. You know what, though? I don't, I can't remember what it's about. Well, it's about how mean they were to Princess Diana. Well, okay, that happened. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I yeah. I really, if he thinks that's going to ruin his reputation, um, please. 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 Look over at your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just look over there at Andrew. Just look that's at him. That's a ruined reputation. He saved it for you. Yeah, he took right. the spotlight off you. Right. You're good. So anyway, that is being discussed. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back, uh, we've got, it's New Music Friday, but we just have a couple of, uh, good music stories for you. We'll be right back. Camila Cabello's new song, Psycho Freak, off of her third studio album, Familia. I really like it. And new voice that came in is Willow Smith. Oh, is that Willow? Yes. Okay. Let's listen, turn it up for a second still, Rachel, if we have it. Because that's Willow Smith. Smith is making quite a name for herself, doing a lot of um, collabs. Yes, yeah, so this is, I like this. I like that song, yeah. Psycho Freak. And she said, uh, what does she say about her? Well, she says that this is about her former bandmates. Um, because she was famously in Fifth, um, Harmony. Fifth Harmony, which was a collaboration band that was made off they of... They were the girl equivalent of One Direction. Yeah, they really were. If you think about it. And she was the best singer and um, she just said that um, the song is basically about anxiety and all the different things that have made up her life and her journey and starting off super young in but the industry. But when you listen to that lyric, that sounded like she was referring to her house of cards with Sean Mendez. She says this whole album, Familia, uh-huh. there's going to be a lot of that because what she basically <laughs> says is that uh, this entire al- album... Is I just word vomited into the mic into a form of a melody. It's personal. It's all stream of conscious. This song really was kind of about her breaking up with the girls, and they're in a good place now. But she was plucked away, you know, as the best singer, and they, you know, and went on a solo group. Broke up the group. People were mad at her, and then she Mm -hmm. talks about how she had this crippling anxiety during COVID and. When she met Sean Mendez, and you know they started out as just friends, Laurie, mm-hmm. and they ended up as friends. You're right. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley would say they've always been, been just friends. friends. I know it. I was That's waiting the for the House of Cards reference. Yeah, they sure gave off the. They were very good. They should look into acting. You're right, Laurie. Because you know, they were very. They were. You're right. Very he good. is coming to Sean Mendez. I like his. I like I both did. of their music. Mm-hmm. He's coming to the X in July. 
Um, so is Willow Smith. Willow Smith is the opening act for Machine Gun Kelly, and the second act is Avril Lavigne. That's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a triple bill. I think it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Okay, so we were following the Ed Sheeran um, plagiarism case where um, people were saying that he plagiarized part of Shape of You, which is the most streamed song on Spotify. The 2017 track has been streamed to over 3,091 million plays. Wow. And he won the case. And but, did. And he had already lost a case in the for the song Photograph in 2017. Ed Sheeran did. And he had to split the profits and blah, blah, blah. But he said from here on out, what he's learned. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...is that he will now film every songwriting process. He's going to film it all because he says it's ridiculous he's just gonna he has had a lot he's had a lot of plagiarism claims he had to pay out one Mm -hmm. taylor swift had to pay out someone Mm -hmm. and so he says my way to do this now is i'm just filming it all Mm -hmm. because obviously he's been through the court process now i don't know what that will do for i don't know he said a lot of people settle out of court but he was so pissed about this one that he says i'm not i listened to a show the other day and they played the snippet of this sam that or whatever the name of the group was in this and i really couldn't I couldn't hear it. The, the most egregious one to me has always been that Marvin Gaye, the Robin Thicke song. And, the party and, up, the Marvin Gaye, when when Blurred Line starts, I always, every time, I'm like, oh, it's the party up music from the Marvin Gaye. That one was so obvious. That's and they it. won in court. The Marvin Gaye estate won, and yeah. they got like a $5 million payout plus 50% of all royalties yeah. moving forward. Well, that was so egregious yeah. because the beginning of Blurred Lines is the beginning of Party Up. It is the same. Like, you can feel yourself at you're at a cool party, you know, pool party in Hollywood. And that's the song that comes on that gets everybody going right at the beginning. Dance, you know that, dance, you, dance, dance, dance. You know that song, Rachel, Party Up? The, no. the Marvin Gray, Marvin oh, oh, yeah, Gay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the it, Robin Thicke the, the lawsuit, yeah, yeah, they sound, it's exactly what I always go... Wow, but I always thought they got the permission from the family that that was sampled with mm-hmm. approval because it was such a, a big part of it, the beginning. Yeah, you and know, I, wasn't that produced by Pharrell Williams? Yes. He's yes. like kind of known for taking it, old, oh, is he? kind of like well, look at you, R&B Rachel. records. Our music and, whisper. Yeah. <laughs> the music oh, whisper. Well, there's so many songs. It's And I understand it's hard because... You're inevitably going to, going to have, write a song that's going to be somewhat similar to a song that's already written. Yeah, there's right. there's only, only so many, many chords. Yeah. Here's, and, go but, ahead. But I think that specifically pop, it's just there's a handful of producers and writers that have Producer gotten away with it songs. before and they'll do it again. Yeah. So it's like we blame the artist a lot. I mean, Ed Sheeran writes his own stuff. But like, right. But we like, for, for example, Dua Lipa last couple of weeks ago, she had a lawsuit similar to that. And um, we were, they're all pointing fingers at her, but she didn't write the song. It was, right. a, it was her writers that were, were ripping off other artists. Right. right. And she had no idea. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, even surprised, like Justin Bieber for the Grammys when Peaches came up, 
There were like 15 writers on that oh, song yeah. gosh, credited. It and it's like, okay, so if you just did a chord progression, you got a writing credit. Cause yeah. I'm like, it, and then, then, you know, you see like uh, somebody else get up there. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of who, who Billy Eilish. Billy, uh, yeah, just Sorry her and her brother. Billy and Finner. Yeah, Billy, 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 Billy. Yeah, I, I there, just was surprised at how many writers were on Peaches. They did a thing, Lori and um, Rachel, last Sunday morning on Sunday. Um, they did it on music lawsuits because there's only seven notes, you know, mm-hmm. and there's different octaves on the keyboard. But it goes way back to the chiffons, He's So Fine. That was one of the original cases where there was plagiarism. Mm -hmm. And then they talked about um, George Harrison, My Sweet Lord, Mm -hmm. off of that. Blurred Lines was the one with the Marvin Gaye estate. Mm -hmm. And so they basically said you have to establish three things. As if if you own the song, if there's ownership to the song, is there access to the other person getting the song? And was there um, familiar... If familiar, you know, similar chords and stuff, yeah. but really it's these three things and it's, it's all, it's been overused lately. And I think Rachel, you hit on a key point because there's a limited number of producers who are doing the mixing and everything mm-hmm. with a lot of the pop music. Yeah. Thank you for providing an insight. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you about Travis mm-hmm. Parker, Lori? Um, so he, he was last night at, um, the premiere of the Kardashians. Who has a premiere for a streaming show? You the guys, a reality thing. Oh my uh, god! They have to be in the news all the time. Oh, they really do. That is Kardashian control with a K. It totally <laughs> is. But we've posted the photos. If you want to see, yeah. um, they really are amazing looking family. I have to admit, they work hard on themselves. So Travis Barker brought his family. So it was kind of like a combo family, and those pictures were cute with him and Courtney. But he basically said with Courtney, why we gel? He said, we're very similar with our backs. We both go with our backs to the wall. We have no quit. And I need someone like that in my life. No matter how late we stay up, whatever we do the night before, she still wants to get up and go to the gym with me or run on the beach or whatever. And that's so important to him. Oh, I think that sounds exhausting. No, no. We have no they, quit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. these I are his night. No, that's Chris Jenner. Maybe approved that storyline for him so? to talk about talking point. He was a the, garbage man before this, Lori. Yeah, no, he's an amazing drummer, and he's yeah. been an amazing drummer for a long time. I, I like those two together. I, I, I was like, look away, Kanye. I hope you're somewhere where you're not going to be seeing all of this because she. She did bring Pete Davidson. Oh, you're talking about Kim now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, my gosh. Her butt looked like a rubber, like one of those balls we sit on in uh, Pilates class. One of those big, shiny silver, you know, those things that you bounce on? Because she's wearing a latex dress, and her waist is so tiny. It's Kim Kardashian. The pictures are amazing. Her bottom has been so overinflated. I thought she looked amazing. Well, no, she's absolutely gorgeous, but she is committed to latex. Like, I can't believe. And maybe it's because of uh, her Skims. her her butt. She looks, I, I just. I, but it's just, she's like, I just look at that and I just think, my goodness. It's a wonder. It's a wonder. And it's that's a real her, wonder. That's her body. And Chloe brought her little True, her daughter. Julia, I mean, but no, it was just so, I'm like, who? As a red carpet. And then they didn't really allow very much press there, I guess. 
So people were kind of like, okay, you're there, but yet they're not... It was very controlled photography access. Like people got it and just a few outlets had it. We're Would you expect anything less from the Kardashians? I Yes, I sometimes do. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back.